Big Tech. Yes, Nick Bonahadi is the tech reporter for the Sydney Morning Herald. Nick, this uh, Privacy Act, the government's proposed legislation, is kind of like a, a key piece of legislation that restricts how governments and industry can collect, use and disclose individuals' personal information. How would the right of erasure proposal work? Yeah, so this is a proposal that the Attorney General's Department has come up with in a review of the Privacy Act, which has taken a long time. It's not yet government policy, but it contains really interesting ideas like this right to erasure. People already have a right to kind of collect or have a look at the information that has been collected about them. But in other jurisdictions, there's a right to be forgotten. And this seems like a version of it. Essentially, it would mostly work through things like search engines. So you could go to Google and you could say, there is a link to an old story about me or to a website where people write really nasty things about me. And they're not true. And Google, I would like you to remove it. And so if it fit a couple of categories, like information that's excessively detailed, like your home address or a personal phone number or was inaccurate or out of date, Google would have to take it down. So it's kind of a bit like being having your name suppressed in the phone book. You kind of have to apply and suit a certain kind of criteria. I mean, a key theme, theme of the review was bringing Australia's law into line with global standards of information privacy protection, especially after mm-hmm. the data of millions of Australians was stolen in cyber attacks on Optus and Medibank Private last year. Are we uh, a bit behind on this? Yeah, absolutely. As I said, this is a review that's been going on for a long time. And the European Union has been far ahead of most areas of the world. In fact, it's kind of become a de facto global privacy cop because there's enough people in the European Union and the fines are large enough that companies have to obey the standards that they enact. And now finally, Australia is starting to catch up. The government's already done some things like upping the fines for major and severe privacy breaches in the wake of those two terrible incidents. But there's a whole lot of other things, how political parties use private data, how small businesses use your personal data. Can you be targeted with ads that get some micro characteristic about yourself. And this act has, so this proposal has suggestions for how all of those things could be tackled. Let's move on. It was Super Bowl Sunday last weekend. And if you were on Twitter, you might have noticed all of a sudden you see a lot of content about Mr. Elon Musk, owner of said website. Did he, is it true that he tinkered with the algorithm to get his tweets up the top? The short answer seems to be yes. Musk is already incredibly influential on that platform. He has more than 100 million followers. But he was reportedly aggrieved that the president of the United States, who has fewer followers but is still quite an influential person, had gotten more views and more impressions on his tweet it's about the Super jealousy. Bowl it was Musk just had. schoolyard jealousy with the president of the free world, no less. Well, if you listen to Musk, he says, no, 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 this is about ensuring that tweets get the appropriate reach and that there are no bugs in the algorithm. But what has been reported is that one of Musk's fixes posted in the early hours of the morning telling engineers that they had to ensure that Musk's tweets were seen by more people as a priority. And that, in fact, previously there'd be an engineers threatened with a sack if they did not make algorithmic changes that benefited the owner of the platform. It's pretty extraordinary. It's just like a, a geek buying a sport and then making himself great at it. Nothing is new here at all. I do want to ask you quickly, though, before you go, uh, these fast grocery delivery services that sort of sprung onto the scene last year are starting to drop like flies. Milk Run is the last of four such services still standing in Australia. Uh, apparently, they've laid off a fair uh, whack of their workforce today. 
Yeah, that's right. This happened yesterday and a really sad story for all of the people that worked at that company, but they promised a service that was just amazing for customers. You could get groceries within minutes. They would cost no more than retail prices and they paid their staff genuine minimum wages, unlike some of the gig economy companies that don't have that obligation. And it seems now that that was too good to be true. They've closed an undisclosed number of their mini warehouses and 20% of the people at that company, according to Milk Run, are out of a job as it tries to conserve cash. So the good times in many ways in the startup world are coming to an end. Yeah, who would have thought getting a Twix in three minutes uh, was somehow economically unsound? It does make you wonder whether or not there was a pandemic effect. I mean, we're all back into the world now. Perhaps we don't need those chocolate bars as quickly or as desperately as we did. Absolutely. Although I'll never say no to one. And also money is not free anymore. Interest rates are rising. And so if you're an investor with cash, you could say put it in the bank and get a pretty decent rate of return rather than betting on on relatively risky startups. And that's just changing the way that the tech world and the startup world has to operate. Yeah, we haven't even got into all the uh, tech startup layoffs of late. We'll have to have you back. Nick Bonahatti is the technology editor for the Sydney Morning Herald and The Age. Good afternoon to you. Thanks so much. ABCRN helps you understand the world. Find more of our stories on the ABC Listen app.